Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everyone, to Active Spirituality.life with Pamela Cuccinell and Susan Mazzoli. We are here because of the week starting February the 14th, 2022. Pam's going to let us know all about the week ahead, and then I'll be back with our meditation. And, uh, yes, it is traditionally Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's, Pam. What's in store? Happy happy Valentine's to you, Susie. So, and happy Valentine's Day to everyone listening. Uh, Basically, this is a very sweet day for me, whether I have a... uh, a more love partner or not, because I, I think of Valentine's Day as a day where we remember what we love, how to love, and especially love thyself. So this particular Valentine's Day has the moon entering the sign of Leo at 6.17 a.m., And so the entire day is imbued with this playful, romantic, dramatic energy. And we choose how we want to spin that. Um, Some of us may feel a little blue for one reason or another because Valentine's Day has, I remember when I lived in the city, I would always notice later in the day, people rushing around with bouquets of flowers going to wherever they were going. And it was interesting to me to see the credibility that Valentine's Day has, yes, from a marketing perspective, but also the impulse for people to respond. Uh, Marketing will never work if people don't respond to the message. So with the moon in the sign of Leo on Monday and Mercury enters the sign of Aquarius, you might want to reflect on and consider how you treat yourself in a loving fashion. And I'm not saying, you know, we all have to be egomaniacs and narcissistic, but Do you treat yourself well? Do you give yourself the love and attention and joy that every child of earth deserves? And you may very well do that on a daily basis. Well, kudos to you. This is going to be a great day. Or you may 
feel little hits or sparks on Monday of giving yourself a little more, a treat or something that allows you a sense of feeling loved because every single person, of course, deserves love and it starts with self-love. So, and, you know, I, I think of this as a personal example I asked myself, okay, how loving am I to myself in the course of my day? And I think one way I need to pay more attention is, is my physical body getting the love and attention it needs to thrive? Am I eating the right foods? Am I drinking enough water? Am I getting enough exercise? Do I dress myself in clothes and things that make me feel loved and comfortable and perhaps adorned depending on my mood or what I'm doing or what I'd like to do. And so it's it's a good way to think on this day because as you pay attention to your needs, yourself, your loving gestures towards you, that just reverberates and expands where you can share more love with other people because you create more love within. And the moon in Leo is highly creative energy. So perhaps it's about, well, I'm going to wear this special color or this necklace I love or, you know, do something that cook myself a meal that I really uh, enjoy whatever it is that gives you that sense of being paid attention to and also play, creative play in some way. Very, very important this day. On Tuesday, the moon is also in the sign of Leo. And it's important to note that that playfulness or creativity or where you want to project or put yourself, that really benefits from having the right partners, uh, having people who show up, do what they say they're going to do, come through. And if they aren't, it's important to look at, is this really going to serve me in the long run? Or is this a relationship or situation that just is deteriorating me energetically and thwarting what it is I want to accomplish. Because if you're feeling restricted or unable to follow through in some way with what it is you want to make, create, love, or bring into the world, then it's important to look at who, what, or where is thwarting you in that way? And also, most importantly, is it coming from yourself? Because sometimes we create situations unwittingly or unknowingly that basically prevent us from the follow-through or manifestation that we really want to have. And that could be because we're afraid or have a 
innate sense that it will be impossible to accomplish. And therefore, we stop ourselves in our tracks or prevent ourselves from being able to create the life we really want. So what I love about these first couple of days in this week with the moon and Leo at this time when it is valuable to reflect on self-love and how that reverberates to everyone around you. I like to think in terms of, uh, well, is this really, am I able to creatively follow through and manifest what gives me a sense of individual expression? And with Moon and Leo, we're reminded that each of us are creative individuals, however we make that happen. And these are great days to kind of look at that and consider what is it I can do or allow myself so that I'm able to express a bit more who I really am, the highest octave of me. And we're going towards that full moon that occurs on uh, the 16th the full moon in the sign of Leo. And it is exact at 11.56 a.m. Eastern time are these times. So, of course, the exact uh, full moon is going to be daylight, but you're going to see a delicious moon depending on clarity on the 14th and 15th, it's looking pretty darn near full and it's going to be glamorous and beautiful because the moon is in Leo. <laughs> so the morning of the 16th can feel very fraught if we're not doing what it is that really allows us to feel that sense of joy, creativity, um, satisfaction in what we're accomplishing. So if in the morning you're feeling a tad frustrated, uh, it's it's a good reminder to, you know, basically recalibrate. What is in your way? What maybe makes you feel thwarted? Where is the the power struggle. Uh, it could be about finances, which is not unusual for any human being in today's world, but it could be, oh, I don't have what I need to do this, or uh, I, that isn't coming through, or it's not here soon enough, or whatever the thing is that makes you feel as though you can't move forward because you're being uh, thwarted by a bigger power or entity. And sometimes the most valuable thing is to acknowledge that, acknowledge that sense of feeling uh, trapped or limited or uh, in a struggle of some sense and loosen or uh, lesson, whatever the frustration is, that basically is magnifying the situation. 
So to explain that a little more clearly, understandably, we react in certain situations or when confronted with certain problems. And if the reactions are anger, frustration, fear, um, feeling thwarted, all those things, um, uh, demoralized, all those feelings, those are emotions and feelings and reactions. And they're valid because they're, they're basically telling you or pointing out to you, this is, you know, this is the, the magnitude or impact of this situation. Again, the moon is in Leo. So things are going to feel very dramatic, very hot, very intense if uh, reactions come up. And it may not be within you. You may be getting the reaction of someone else in certain situations. But what's important to do with that is to look at, okay, this is the situation. I can't control it but I can control my reaction to it. And I can honor and acknowledge my emotions, but I don't have to feel basically jerked around or a uh, victim of my own emotions. And it takes work to do this. I'm not saying this easy, but if you're feeling that sensation at all over these couple of days, then Give yourself the the time, reflection, and focus to control or understand where that's coming from. So kind of intense couple of days, but but also, as I said, potential for dramatic awakening is key. The moon goes void, of course, when it is exactly full at 11.56 a.m. Eastern time on Wednesday the 16th. And then it enters the sign of Virgo in late afternoon at 3.42 p.m. Once it's in the sign of Virgo, everything that I just talked about that can be emotionally intense or kind of like a, a roller coaster of feelings or very, very fiery, that starts to get to a point where if we've done our work with it, we can hone the energy in a way that is incredibly effective. So late afternoon, evening, uh, then the 17th Thursday with this Virgo moon, it is a very powerfully uh, supported moon to allow us to be in the mood of manifestation and transformation. Very, very strong. And this goes through, uh, let's see, Friday the 18th. And the moon goes void, of course, at... Let me read that. <laughs> Sorry. Moon goes void, of course, at 3.20 p.m. on February 18th. And it enters Libra late in the evening at 10.51 p.m. So that void, of course, moon time is a great time to uh, be 
purging, uh, cleaning something up, organizing, getting things in place, uh, taking care of yourself. I mean, some people might want to have a a spa evening, um, even just in your home where you just really treat your body in a lovely way. And it, it's very restorative because the Virgo moon energy has so much to do with let us move the body, shape shift the body so that it is in a place where it feels most comfortable and is able to receive the, the best healing energy. So these are also great therapeutic days, um, Thursday and Friday, for receiving. If you're going to a massage therapist or you're in a um, some kind of psychotherapeutic process or PT or whatever, it's um, it, everything. It, it's like the results are exponential, whatever's being done, the usual healing session um, is bigger. Uh, Yeah. And then the other thing to mention about Friday is in the morning, it your day will be far more effective if you're able to give yourself at least a little bit of meditation time, even if it's just sitting with your cup of tea or coffee and staring out the window for five minutes. I mean, whatever gives you that sense of just being a little adrift in the sea of your imagination, psyche, and essence. When the moon enters the sign of Libra late Friday night, uh, I should also mention the sun enters Pisces on Friday. We are in a weekend that really is asking for uh, us to be able to socialize, uh, benefit from a cultural experience in some way, even if it's just a visually delicious movie on Netflix, if you're not going out. Uh, Music, sound, um, art, all these things are incredibly restorative and we're open to respond to them in a high vibratory way this weekend. And social settings, no matter how uh, intimate or um, varied they may be, there's a, a need or desire to connect. And you know, for some of us, that's a Zoom meeting in today's world. But whatever it is that gives you that ability to, because on Saturday, especially, actually both days, look like they may be somewhat frustrating with that sense of this is what I'd like to do, but I can't do it, or this is who I'd like to be with or see, but... I can't for whatever reason. And so the the goal is how do you give attention or acknowledgement to what that desire is and still allow yourself some sense of the human connection that you're looking for. So 
Uh, I mean, for as I said, for some of us, it'll just be movies. For other people, uh, maybe some sort of performance or experience where they get a sense of the bigger world and how people are productive and expressive within it. It's, um, I'll just finish by saying this, human beings are, we are unique and each one of us is separate in our thinking, our emotional responses, the limitations of our physical body. But spiritually, we have a desire to connect. It doesn't matter if we're introverts or even misanthropes or people who really prefer a lot of solitary time. Um, That's normal too, depending on the makeup of the person. But the, the reason why, one of the reasons why I think we incarnate, it's not just to strive, which is uh, signified um, in certain places in your horoscope as to what it is you came here to do, but <laughs> we also come here to relate to other people. And how easy or difficult that is for each of us has to do with our inherent makeup and how we navigate the world. And I'm talking about this because on this particular weekend, we may feel highlighted where that kind of disconnect comes in for each of us in relationship or perhaps a specific relationship. And that's not necessarily bad. It's important to see where the challenges, difficulties, snares, assumptions lie in relationship, because otherwise relationships don't grow and we don't grow within relationships, which is why I think um, it's one of the things we're here to do. It doesn't mean that everybody has a romantic relationship. It's when I say relationship, I'm talking about people with whom you connect, disagree, and ideally grow with or because of. And now I turn it over to Susie. Thank you so much. And let's have a little meditation on that. So I invite everyone to take just 10 minutes to just sit and let's close our eyes, take a few deeper breaths and just bring ourselves into that nice meditation state. And as we take a few deeper breaths in, just holding them maybe for a little bit longer and then exhaling. And as we do this, just slowing down. And just for a few moments, just we're going to do a little visualization. And just As you're sitting there, just visualize, imagine 
the people that are uh, close to you in your life, the people that you perhaps love, perhaps don't love so much, but the people that you spend your life with. So the people that you live with, the people that you work with, if you are alone or living alone, then just the people that you choose to have in your life perhaps as friends. Just visualise those people around you for a moment. And as you visualise them, just notice what feeling you get from each person. So just focus in on each person. Perhaps it's your partner or a parent or a work colleague or a child and just visualise them and just notice what feelings come up for you around that person. And, of course, the feelings will usually be different for each person that you are thinking about. One person might be someone that you feel a lot of openness and I can be myself and I can be in a bad mood, I can be in a good mood and I can feel accepted. Other people you might imagine that you need to be perhaps a little bit uh, more contained, like not divulge your your deepest feelings or stay in your lane. So just notice the different feelings that different people evoke in you. And, of course, our relationships to these people are, are all different. Some might be someone that we have intimate relations with. Someone might be somebody that um, we... Uh, have to be responsible for we have to look after them and also let's let's put some people in the room too that are not people <laughs> let's put maybe you you live with some animals that you love very dearly that are like family to you so just put all of these loved ones or people that we share our lives with together and as we are exploring this a little bit just be very honest with yourself. If someone maybe makes you feel um, insecure or someone makes you feel competitive, or jealous, like really take heed of some of those perhaps less nice feelings that come up. And then notice where and how and who evokes a feeling that is not one of comfort, is not one of love. So perhaps you are sharing your life now in some way with someone who's not evoking the very best of you but is bringing up maybe some feelings of hurt or of hurt pride. And this is also such a wonderful exercise just to notice how do I feel, how do I act, how do I actually even perceive the world 
according to the group around me, according to the posse, according to the community within which I'm now operating. It's a very nice exercise just to notice how much of the outside world you are perceiving and interpreting as a particular thing in a particular way. And then sometimes this outside world, meaning the people outside of you, can really actually create your internal field. And that's why in, in, in Tibetan Buddhism we learn so much and we work so hard on that inner happiness that is not necessarily affected by the outside world. So we're acknowledging now the different ways that we feel. We're acknowledging now the different ways that we perhaps respond and react to different people and how everything is kind of set up because of history, because of the past. And we have a, we have a way of being. Just take a moment to understand that, to see that. And as we're doing this now, just pick out a couple of those people, a couple of those situations where the feelings are not fantastic that are evoked like there's a little bit of an edge there or there are some problems in the relationship or you don't feel seen or heard or loved or that person's really irritating you and just start to look at that relationship a little bit deeper or those relationships And as we do, let's, let's not try to go into any kind of judgment here, but just looking at the situation and just notice what could I possibly be gaining or learning from this situation? Like when I'm not feeling so good in this relationship with this person, what am I learning? Am I learning that this relationship really isn't good? Is it painful? Am I learning that I need to perhaps back up a bit? Am I learning that this relationship needs to end? Or perhaps I can't end it, it, it has to keep going and I need to find a way to live with it and accept it and understand it and work in a way that actually helps me grow. So we can look at all of these places where there's some tension, where there's perhaps disagreement or misunderstanding, aggravation. We can look at these relationships and really perhaps even 
dissect them. Look at what's going on. Really take out your microscope and see what's going on. And it's not about judging or blaming, but just really looking like, what can I learn here that is something that I can move forward and take forward with me in my life where I can take this lesson from this relationship and bring it into the classroom of my mind and decide I am learning something from this relationship that will benefit me and hopefully benefit the other person. And with this gentle pivot of taking the responsibility on of this is something for me to learn, in every situation we can ask this question, what can I learn from this? And as we gently take a few deeper breaths, we take this knowledge, this wisdom and this process into our everyday life, knowing that in every moment there is this opportunity to learn and to grow, to become stronger and more full of compassion and loving kindness. Thanks so much, Pam. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we will be with you next week. Have a wonderful week. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.